I mean, come on, man. You have to be absolutely kidding me. Joel Embiid with yet again another masterclass. The Sixers take down the Celtics in Boston, getting their revenge from a few weeks ago by a final score of 108 to 103 in a game that once again felt like it was going to turn out sour. The Sixers come up huge. Joel freaking Hans Embiid. How many more times can I say it, man? Stop. Um, you know, neglecting greatness. Stop taking this for granted. The fact that your center is able to come in, not only lead a team, but down the stretch, hit big shot after big shot, and then the dagger fading over two guys. I mean, this is a center. This is a seven foot two, 280 pound man. It's unbelievable, man. It really is unbelievable. Um, what a game for the Sixers. You know, again, not a really impressive performance overall game they had to fight down to the last second gritty one against a Celtics team that is struggling we get it the Sixers need help and you know what I'm going to start off by saying this every freaking star because you know there's one thing where the Sixers part of the Sixers fan base aka the stands you know they're the people that don't they're not happy when the Sixers win they're not happy when Joel plays like this I'm talking about the haters right they don't like to see us win like this you know, it's ridiculous, right? And where are they at? Where are they at? Like, Joel Embiid deserves respect not only from every Sixers fan, but literally every NBA fan for what he was able to do. Again, in games like this, literally giving me vibes from Charlotte a couple weeks ago. But, you know, every single star in the NBA should be lining up to play with Joel Embiid. And why do I say that? Because this man is unbelievable. He is unbelievable. The fact that he has had to go through so much crap here over the years, and he's still out here doing this. You know, he, I, I doubt he was even 100% tonight. There were times where his hands were on his knees, and he was huffing and puffing. He didn't even look right to start the game. And he comes out here and drops 41 points, 14 for 27 from the field, 12 for 14 from the line, getting to his spots, getting downhill, getting down low. And getting fouled and going to the line. And then wins the game with, what, three huge shots at the end. The Sixers were down a couple points with a minute 40 to go. Danny Green ends up hitting a huge shot who, you know, went two for eight. But Danny Green's still not playing that well. It's really still not giving us a lot. Joel needs something more. But in the midst of all that, Joel Embiid, right? And, and we're playing with a bench that gives us one point. Has a team ever scored one bench point in a game and won the game? The NBA making us play through this stuff again. You know, tonight you got Isaiah Joe playing 26 minutes off the bench, eight minutes for Bassey, Aaron Henry for five minutes, and Miles Powell, who pretty much making his debut here for eight minutes. That was the entire bench. They give us one point, and Joel finds a way to pull this out. And I know the Celtics were playing down a couple guys, but jo come on, man. Joel Embiid hitting those shots late. Oh, what the last one over Marcus Smart. And Ennis Freedom, that Joel Embiid literally defied Freedom tonight. He beat Freedom. I mean, it was way too easy. Um, and it's just unbelievable to see a center be able to do that in today's game. Look at look at this pick of Joel Embiid. He wanted it, man. He was there. This man deserves so much respect, not only from the Sixers fan base, but everybody. I don't want to hear a bad word about the guy because he comes out and constantly carries us. He is a transcendent talent. 
Um, and it's just like, how many times can you see it? How many times can you say it before it gets old? It's, I mean, he's just that good. The Sixers probably should not have won this game tonight. Like I said, they were down two with a minute 40 to go. They were down seven with like three or four minutes to go. Sixers go on an 18-6 run, primarily sparked by Joel Embiid, Seth Curry a bit, and Danny with the big shot. But it's just crazy, man. 40 minutes, he's playing, uh, you know, under 100%, and Joel just constantly does it. It's unbelievable. Look at this fade, man. I mean, it's it's crazy. It's crazy when you, when you take a little dribble step back fade almost from the corner over a guard and a center, and Joel wants the ball. He tells us he is the closer. He is the man. We put it in his hands, and we trust him. Every star should be lining up to play with Joel Embiid because with everything he's went through, it is time to get him some help. You know, I'm watching these games. Again, this game was pissing me off for most of it because it, it still doesn't feel like we're a complete team. It still feels like we need to wait, see what happens. We've been saying this all year. But I, I'm just sick of everybody, you know, at, at this point, not giving this man, you know, the respect he deserves. Every star should be lining up to play with him. He's unbelievable. 41 points. And another MVP-like performance. That's really what I have on Joel. We'll take a look at his shot here. I mean, look at this. Look at this. To seal the game, man. That's a center. That's a seven-foot-two center. It, it's, it blows my mind. It really does. And I've been watching this guy every night for years, and he still finds a way to blow my mind, man. Joel Embiid carrying us to a win. Now, it, it's unfortunate because, again, he has to do this much to get us uh, to win a ball game over the, the Boston Celtics, who are not that good of a team on the road, it is good we take down our rival, like I said, get our revenge. But the Sixers still desperately need help. Tobias Harris was 7 for 13 tonight, 25 points. 8 for 10 from the line, which is good. Getting to the charity stripe, contributing there. Good to see him more aggressive. Now, Tobias came out really aggressive in this game, and I also thought he was trusting his teammates early on. But then again, Tobias Harris, which has been the common theme this year, he gets too reliant on himself. We started to see a lot of isolation in the second half, and that's where things went downhill into, you know, the Celtics took a lead going into the fourth, and I thought a lot of that was on the way we were playing. Once again, I want Tobias to bring out and really resemble what he showed in the first quarter tonight because that's all we need. That's all we need. We need him to trust, you know, and, and spread the wealth and, and allow other guys to get going because that's what he did in the first, and he was still getting his. Uh, meanwhile, Seth Curry, 10 for 14 tonight. Another huge reason why we won this game. 26 points for Curry, 7 assists. He pretty much got the start tonight at the 1 with Tyrese Maxey out. Shake Mellon, again, we're a very thin team right now. Uh, but Curry's just automatic. And, you know, I was really pissed off. I was going to go off if we lost this game because Seth Curry had 9 shot attempts in the first half. He was 7 for 9, shooting upwards of 90%. He was knocking everything down. This was one of those nights where Seth Curry was a sniper. And what do we do? We go away from him in the third quarter. And would you look at that? Subsequently, the Sixers collapse the lead. It makes so much sense that it's almost too easy. Why do the coaches not see this sometimes? Why do, why do people not see this and adjust? I don't understand. Seth Curry had 10 shot attempts early in the fourth quarter. That means he had one shot attempt in the third quarter. And I know we had to play the bench at some point, and we were thin, and I get it. They only give us one point, which is still remarkable that we won this game with our bench pretty much being non-existent. We won this game with starters. Um, but Seth Curry, we got to continue to trust this guy. I get it. He's more of a, a role player. At least he's paid to be a role player. 
but he's special, man. He, he continues to show up, does his thing. Matisse Thibel, three for five tonight, hit a big three late, actually. Uh, he did get fouled out in this game. By the way, I'm not going to go on too long because we ended up winning this game. I know the fouls were equal in this game, 23 apiece, but the refs, the officiating were terrible again. This is the worst I've seen it. That last foul call, first off, all night, Thibel was being a pest to Jason Tatum and pretty much the rest of the Celtics as well. Tatum was 5 for 14. Thibel was doing his thing, getting called foul after foul. The fact that he even stayed in this game with how many fouls he was, you know, um, getting at a certain point. What I mean, like staying in mentally, you know, it, it seems like every time he was trying to bite at Tatum, he was getting called. He even ended up getting a tech on a terrible foul call. I mean, poked the ball clearly. Uh, Thibel was smiling, which I, I'm not really a big fan of. I want to see Thibel get angry. That's when those refs start to be like, okay, you know, maybe we got to respect you a little bit more. But Thibel gets called for that. And then the last foul, Doc actually challenges. And I don't, that was the worst call I've probably seen all year. And again, I'm not going to sit here and rant on about it. It was probably the worst call I've seen all year. The NBA needs to do better. They need to get better officiating because that was just absolutely terrible. That was absolutely terrible. And then it took out another guy that we had. And again, our bench was thin. As you can see through three quarters, all of our points essentially were coming from Joel, Seth, and Tobias. So again, I, it's crazy how we won this game. But Matisse Thibel did a great job on the defensive side. And I wish the rest would have gave him even more of a chance to stay in. But we got the job done. And the officiating needs to get better in the league. Other than that, um, I thought the Sixers did what they could. You know, again, they got to keep playing the way that they do when when everything's clicking, everybody's getting involved. Um, and they just got to find ways to win games right now. It's tough. I don't like how much Joel Embiid is getting taxed in terms of his body physically, maybe even mentally. You know, at points, he, he doesn't look the same. I don't think Tobias looks the same. But this is where these other dudes have to step up. For example, Danny Green hitting a big shot. I give him a lot of kudos for that, even though he needs to play a lot better because he did air ball late, which was terrible. Oh, and another foul call. Now that I'm thinking about it, Danny Green gets literally pushed by Jason Tatum. Nothing is called. And that gave the, the Celtics a chance to almost tie this game after Embiid missed the free throw. Luckily, Joel comes out of nowhere with a great steal on the full court pass. Um, but yeah, the Sixers get it done. They shot a lot better tonight. Um, they were trusting each other at points in this game. I want to see it be more consistent. At the end of the day, the Sixers still are not a finished product. We say this every night. It's tough. We got to sit through and wait to see what happens. But Joe Embiid once again, puts himself on the map and shows why he is one of the most unbelievable talents in this league, leading the Sixers to yet another amazing win with his amazing performance, especially down the stretch. I, I don't even have anything more to say about it. Joe Embiid is incredible. Sixers get the dub. They prevent themselves from falling under 500, and we're one game back up, baby. 16 and 15. On to the next one. We'll see how it all plays out. Those are just my thoughts. I want to hear from you down below in the comments section. What do you think about this one tonight? Give me all your thoughts. Like always, appreciate you guys so much for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and I will catch you on the next one, man. Peace. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect.